Welcome, fellow explorers of the art world, to another captivating episode of Goupil and Company's Cultural Odyssey. In our ongoing quest to unearth the treasures of visionary artists and explore diverse art movements, we invite you today to navigate through Fernando Botero's personal path and art universe. Botero's creations, adorned with voluminous features and forms of voluptuousness, serve as windows to a world where art becomes an influential messenger, conveying social and political missives, addressing power dynamics, inequality, and the very essence of the human condition. Our second podcast episode takes us through some of the most significant dates in Botero's life, each shaping his extraordinary career. This exploration will challenge our preconceptions, engage our emotions, and offer fresh perspectives on one of the most distinctive artists of our time. A tale of artistry and passion, narrated by Goupil and Company. April 19th, 1932. Birth of the Maestro. Fernando Botero, Angulo's life began in the city of Medellin, Colombia. In the 1930s, Medellin was a burgeoning city, gradually evolving into an important cultural and industrial hub. Botero's early years were marked by tragedy, as he lost his father at the tender age of four. This adversity became the crucible for his remarkable determination. Fernando Botero's origins profoundly molded his artistic sensibilities. His heritage permeated his hard work with a discerning social consciousness, urging observers to confront uncomfortable realities and encouraging self-reflection within an intricate world. 1951, formative years. Botero's work in these early years was inspired by pre-Columbian and Spanish colonial art. In search of new artistic inspiration, the young Botero traveled to Mexico. He then honed his artistic skills and encountered the works of Mexican muralist masters like Orozco and Rivera. Mexican muralism represents a government-supported art movement that emerged in the aftermath of the Mexican Revolution. It portrayed Mexico's historical chronicles, contemporary realities, and its envisioned future by ornamenting the walls of numerous public structures with educational and transformative depictions, aiming to redefine the collective perception of the nation's history among its people. Botero's time in Mexico ignited a fascination for volume, a theme that would become central to his artistic expression. This fascination would later become the hallmark of his art, defined by voluminous characters and an explosive color palette. 1952, beginnings of Europe's influence. In 1952, Botero set sail for Europe, 
arriving first in Barcelona and subsequently settling in Madrid, where he pursued studies at the Royal Academy of Fine Arts of San Fernando. The following year, 1953, Sobotero relocated to Paris, where he devoted much of his time to the exploration of the Louvre. He later resided in Florence for a couple of years, where he closely examined the masterpiece of the Renaissance. Botero's insatiable curiosity compelled him to study Europe's artistic history. His explorations led him to experiment with proportions and size. The canvases of Velázquez, Goya, and Ingres left an indelible mark on his own sensibilities. His European sojourn instilled in him a deep respect for classical aesthetics, which he would later infuse with his singular artistic vision. 1967, the artistic transformation. The year 1967 witnessed a profound transformation in Botero's work. He started removing any semblance of brushwork and texture, as evident in pieces like the presidential family. His figures, characterized by their rotund forms, took on a monumental quality, birthing a new genre of painting, aptly named Botterismo. This distinctive style impregnated a sense of humor and satire, challenging norms of proportion and perspective. 1973, international recognition. Botero's art began to garner global acclaim with exhibition in New York City and Paris. His depictions of everyday life and exploration of themes like power, violence, and desire resonated deeply with audiences worldwide. 1981, a return to Colombia. After years abroad, Botero made a heartfelt return to his homeland. His act of donating an impressive number of his own works and pieces from his personal collection to the Museum of Antioquia endeared him to the people of Medellin. This gesture solidified his status as a beloved cultural national icon. 1991, the art of sculpture. Botero's monumental bronze statues became ubiquitous in public squares and art galleries across the globe. The iconic Boterismo translated seamlessly into three-dimensional forms. In Medellin, a large collection of Botero sculptures can be found in the city center, particularly in the Botero Plaza adjacent to the Museum of Antioquia. His sculptures have been displayed in various art capitals over the years including in New York on Park Avenue and at the Botanical Garden, in Paris at the Place Vendôme and the Jardin des Tuileries, and in Madrid's renowned Paseo de la Castellana. September 15th, 2023. Energy for the Maestro. At the age of 91, Fernando Botero passed away in Monaco. His hometown, Medellin, mourned his loss for a week. Local media celebrated him as Colombia's greatest artist ever and revealed that he had battled complications from pneumonia in his final days. 
often referred to as the Picasso of Latin America. Botero's extensive collection of over 3,000 paintings and 300 sculptures stands as a testament to his unrelenting creative spirit. Botero defied conventions and forged an unparalleled style. His life serves as a tribute to unwavering artistic tenacity and the transformative potential of adversity, a force that ultimately enriches the human spirit.